All right, here we are. Uh, we have encountered an incident that has provoked us to do this video today and which has provoked me to uh, uh, write a correspondence and send it out to several people, particularly in North America, but throughout the world, believers who have been in touch with us and learning from us. And it, uh, it arose out of what's happening in the United States right now, where people are being confronted with uh, potential huge violence. I do not see any other way coming forth in this situation in the American political scene uh, other than war. I just don't see anything else happening. I, the ballot box is not going to fix this. I don't care whether it's a correct or a recount or, 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 a, or a, another election or anything like that. None, none of that's going to work. We've come to a place in America where, where it's uh, left against right, but it's more good against evil. And uh, it's come to a final war from, from all that I can understand of what, of what I'm seeing. And uh, it's going to mean not just uh, election polls, it's going to mean battlegrounds. And I mean literal battlegrounds. People are going to be fighting to the death. We've come to that place where the, the dragon must be confronted and defeated. And uh, there are many uh, believers out there of various mm -hmm. stripes, degrees. Some are cold, some are hot, some are lukewarm. Some are hanging on to what they have, some are willing to lay down the life. But I think maybe the biggest debate that's happening there amongst, amongst professing people, professing faith in Jesus Christ, and even, and even they may not believe in Christ, but they may believe in God, and they have their ideas about, about bearing arms, mm -hmm. bearing arms. Do we use guns as Christians? And I think the, the biggest doubts about using them has come from this one passage where, where Judas and the crowd of men with clubs and swords came after Jesus to arrest him. And uh, Peter had brought a sword with him. And uh, he, he struck Malchus one of the servants of the priests and cut his ear off and the Lord immediately said to him put your sword away um, they that live by the sword will die by the sword and so I think that nominal Christianity to a great extent particularly the evangelical community has come to the conclusion that we are not permitted as Christians, or at least it's not God's will for Christians to take up weaponry to use against uh, their opposers, their, their adversaries. Mm -hmm. And so uh, over all these decades, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to that. We've, we've been into debates and discussions on the matter here and there over the years, but I never really give it any thought mm -hmm. as, to, as to what would be truly the, the right thing to do in such a situation. And, uh, and then we're confronted with this situation all of a sudden where, where this uh, friend of ours in the States has uh, been uh, confronted with this very kind of circumstance where he has to make a decision, he has to decide. And he comes from a, um, what's, what's the... Uh, pacifist? Yeah, the pacifist standpoint. Uh, he comes from an Amish background, and, uh, uh, and the Amish and Mennonites and Hutterites and various other groups of uh, people and evangelicals 
uh, have taken the position, the pacifist position, where, where no, we're not going to fight, we're not going to, we're not going to kill. Thou shalt not kill. The sixth commandment: Thou shalt not kill. And all these scriptures that they use, which aren't very many, but the ones that they use, they're 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 misunderstood, they're misapplied, they're they're the the people don't receive those words as they need to receive them, as they need to understand them. And so they make false conclusions, and these false conclusions lead to destruction. If you're if you're not you know, there's a scripture that says if you add to the word of God, God will add the, the plagues of the book to you. If you subtract from the word of God, uh, he will subtract your portion of life mm -hmm. that, that's outlined in the scriptures. He'll take that, that, that portion that you've eliminated from the scriptures uh, from your life. And, and it happens quite literally. If you're not going to believe uh, certain things a certain way, that the way that they were intended to, uh, to be believed and understood, then uh, you are going to walk into trouble. You're going to have harm come, come to your life. Uh, and of course, it's to the, to the degree of, uh, of your attitude. That makes a big difference. Were you doing it naively? Were you doing it uh, uh, kind of ignorantly? Uh, or were you doing it intentionally? Uh, all this comes into uh, the uh, judgment, the factors that, that are that are involved in the judgment of what, of what you're doing. But the, the basic question here that we want to discuss is, do Christians bear arms? I see the violence coming in the United States. It's, it's already there. It's not just coming. It's, it has arrived, and it's just going to start to break out and has already even mm -hmm. done that to an extent. The, left, the leftists, the progressives, the Democrats, the socialists, the globalists are now making their move. Satan is now making his move. They don't know anything else but violence. They don't. And they don't. They don't care anymore. You've seen in the last year, in this, in, in the year of 2020, they and, and, and sooner 2019, they they've thrown off their gloves. They will impudently in your face tell you that they're going to kill you, mm -hmm. that they'll do as they please with you. And, and you Judeo-Christian people, you people with some decent uh, upbringing mm -hmm. and beliefs, habits, customs, are going to have to listen up. And if you give us any kind of mouth, any kind of opposition at all, we'll kill you. Mm -hmm. We'll just destroy you. AOC and so many others are like that. That's, that's where they're at. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, she's going to drag the president out of the White House by his hair. What, an, what a wicked witch. What mm -hmm. a wicked witch. Uh, Biden calls Trump a fool in the, in the debates there. Mm -hmm. these, these people are incorrigible. They are wicked. They're as ugly as they come. Mm -hmm. And they are capable of anything. And if you dig into their backgrounds, if you dig into their private lives, you'll find that they have been capable of, of, of anything. The Clintons, the Obamas, all those people. Schumer, Schiff, Brennan, Comey. The list is, is long. It's very long. They've all got blood on their hands. They all have blood on their hands. No question about it. Mm -hmm. Now, they are coming with their wickedness without any apology anymore. They're in your face wickedness. Mm -hmm. They are. They are even telling you what they're going to do to you already. Mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're not even bothering to hide anything anymore. And they're certainly far, far, far from being ashamed of it. They are proud of it. And they're mm -hmm. just going to let you have it. And they're so confident of their, of their victory, of their power to do as they please. They're so confident. What was it? Uh, Joe Biden even even spoke out. He says, we've got the most powerful, the, the greatest criminal organization ever. Yeah, well, he was boasting what about the, the, his ability to sway elections. Sure he was. And, they, uh, and he was boasting about how he manipulated uh, folks in Ukraine there. Yes, just, absolutely. Just, just bullying and throwing his weight around and I'm not going to do this unless you do that. And right. Oh, son of a bitch, look, they yeah. fired him. And yeah. just yeah. for the whole world to see what a great hero he yes. is. Yes. That's amazing. Like, That's like, amazing. Uh, 
they're, they're perfectly confident that they are going to take over. And my understanding is, is that when the enemy comes along that way, speaking that way, that's a token, that's a major token of the end of the enemy. Pride comes before the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Tell right. me that that isn't a haughty spirit. Right. Woof. So, Christians of various stripes and colors, I don't care whether you're, whatever you are, whatever label you carry, um, I'm not going to be thinking about labels right now. I'm just going to be, um, we're, we're going to be putting forth some biblical, scriptural um, principles. Some, some, some biblical reasoning as to whether you should be free to pick up arms or not. And uh, you'll, we'll, I'll, I'll tell you, we'll tell you that you need to clear your conscience that has been incorrectly uh, influenced. And burdens heaped on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're going to, biblically speaking, uh, by the Lord, you'll be able to pick up that rifle and kill the enemy. I you'll be there. I have a question that just hasn't even occurred to me before, but Peter had a sword. Didn't seem to be any rebuke. I mean, I suppose you could you could wonder, did the Lord not know he had a sword? But The Lord told him to get swords at the beginning. Right. Sell your stuff, buy some swords. Right. And uh, Before they went over to Gethsemane, right? right? Yeah. And, and so you, you have that, and he's carrying a sword. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the modern-day equivalent of carrying a gun. He had the sword with him. I mean, the Lord was, was, was pointing out his attitude and his, his response and the timing. They had two swords, and they told him. Right. Mm -hmm. He says, that's enough. Yeah. But, but even, the, even the timing, right? Because there's, there's different ages. And in that particular moment, yeah. it was not to resist the authority. It right. was to submit so that we could all be saved right. by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. So there's the timing, but there's also just Peter. He was quick to jump in there and, and defend the Lord. Um, yes. And so the Lord was just calmly dealing with his attitude as he had done several other times during his ministry with Peter. Yeah, yeah. But there was no criticism of him having a weapon, like you say. Right. The Lord knew they had weapons. He knew they were bearing arms. Yeah. And it wasn't a problem. Yeah. So and even, and even just there, mm -hmm. there isn't a problem. And then I think uh, there's two kinds of bearing arms or, or owning a weapon. Because there's a lot of Christians, I think, that will say, oh yeah, I have a gun and, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be without a gun if I were getting broken in. And, and so that's sort of one category. But I think a lot of those people would still hesitate if you said, take that same gun, identify yourself with this ideology, and go to war. It is a different level of bearing arms. Sure. And, and, and I think in the States, uh, many people don't even understand or recognize the purpose of the Second Amendment. Right. You know, they, they think, oh, we have the right to bear arms because I should have the right to be able to protect my child from an invader into my household. And that's true. But it was specifically to bear arms against a government if they did not have the interests of the people in mind. Right. That's what it was for. Yes. It was a civilian army to always outnumber the government army. Yes. So that the people were never subject to a government and an industrial military complex turning on their own citizens. So even just, and, and like you mentioned before, that they they gave up their lives for that freedom, that privilege, that right to defend their country. They went to war with the British, and the British had been tyrannizing them. And, and they fought for their freedom from that. And directly after they had their freedom, you see nothing but the Lord just unleashing blessing on America. There was no punishment for the fact that they threw off their oppressors, and then instituted a set of reasonable laws to defend freedom. The Lord didn't punish them for it. Right. <coughs> it was destined to fail because yeah. it didn't include Jesus Christ. Yeah. But they, they weren't. They just weren't punished for that. Yeah. 
when we were confronted with this situation here in the States, I began to ponder these things. And quite frankly, I had a certain amount of anxiety, uh, not because I was afraid. Uh, I don't know that I've been afraid of, of what's coming. I know it's coming, and I know that the Lord's in control. I know that as well. And I know that light will win in the end. Darkness will not overcome. The, the, uh, the, the evil powers are not going to have their way. Mm -hmm. They've had their way for quite some time. And, uh, well, throughout history, really, when you get right down to it, one way or another, the evil powers have had their way, except where, where uh, the kingdom of God uh, held control. He just, he, he, he just held them at bay, even though they were doing wicked things, which they had to do. But they, uh, um, they did not go all the way, and now they're making a move for, for just taking everything over. And we, uh, uh, of those that know what is right and what is good, we're, we've come to that place in history where we have to stand up and, mm -hmm. uh, and be counted One, in any way necessary. And I'm seeing this in, in the States where I see that if the people, if the right, if the um, people with Judeo-Christian values, convictions, um, and, and, and the love of God mm -hmm. want to um, survive, I don't believe that they're going to be able to be pacifist. Uh, certainly God can say, be still and know that I am God, and stand still and, uh, and and see the salvation of God. God can make all that happen. Mm -hmm. Very, and He's done that, and He's done that in my life. He's protected me from people who have wanted to kill me, and they couldn't do it. And I didn't have to do anything to fight it. And I, for my part, I, I don't, I don't believe I'm going to have to do that anyway. And and I wouldn't want to. Uh, I don't believe uh, it's necessary for me. But I am seeing that in the states, at least in the states. Uh, people are going to have to stand up. People that call themselves Christians are going to have to stand up and take up their AR-15s. They're going to have to do that. They're going to have to stand up against the enemy. There is going to be war and it's coming fast and um, there'll be people dying on both sides. Uh, lots of bloodshed, lots of blood and fire and smoke even as Joel uh, prophesied and as Peter uh, prophesied and, and as uh, as it happens practically at the end of every age. Mm -hmm. Every age ends that way and brings about a new age. And this is the age of the kingdom of God being established on earth. Mm -hmm. Will that be established by men? No. God will establish that. Uh, in Daniel it says that there will be this stone cut out of the mountain and cast at the feet of that image and it'll bring the entire image down. All the empires, all the, all the kingdoms that have um, been on earth throughout history will, will be brought down. They'll, they'll come down together. In other words, Babylon is still here. Mm -hmm. Persia is still here. Mm -hmm. Greek, Greece, Rome. Greece, Rome. They're still here. Mm -hmm. They're still here in their various influences, spiritual powers. It'll all be brought down. The democracies, that'll be brought down. Uh, the Islamic Empire, finished. Toast. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the churches, the Catholic Church, yes. and, and all your formal religious organizations, that all goes out. It's all going to be brought down. Atheism, globalism, uh, humanism, none of that is going to prevail. It is going to be the kingdom of God. But while I see all that, I see great, great conflict. Horrible, horrible, horrible conflict. Just like the first Civil War, American Civil War or the American Revolution, where they, where they turned and broke the yoke uh, from, off, from off their necks. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the Americans uh, um, rebelling against uh, it cost. Great Britain. And it cost. Yes, it did, very much so. And they seemed like uh, they were the weaker ones, uh, much weaker. They, they mm -hmm. weren't armed. And that was one of the reasons why they weren't armed. Those, uh, those lording it over you aren't going to want you to have your weapons. They're not going to want you to have your arms. Like Trudeau, that's right. He's gonna he's gonna buy everyone's super dangerous guns from them. Yeah. Because he cares so much about Canadians. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Chinese, they don't have any freedom at all, except the the very tiny fraction of the population at the top. 
They have all the power. They have, they, ha they have the power, and they will not let the other people, the multitudes have it. And that's what uh, Trudeau is doing here in Canada. Mm -hmm. In the States, that's what, that's what they are trying very They'd hard to do. They'd love to. That's what all these Sandy Hook, and they're taking advantage of yes. every tragedy, yes. trying to blame it on guns. And, and, and a lot of these uh, Democrat uh, candidates for the presidency or governorship or whatever else, for the Senate, for Congress, whatever, they are promising that they will take away the guns. There mm -hmm. are people doing just that. Why? Why are they taking the guns away? What are they afraid of? Mm -hmm. They're afraid of having their power taken away from them. That's what's going on. And they want to control society. That's what they want to do. That's Satan. Mm -hmm. That's Satan right there. How do I know it's Satan? In the scriptures, you'll see where the Lord called on the Jews to fight. And the modern Jews today in Israel, they've, they've had a great conflict of, of, of conscience. They've, they've had to fight. They've been forced to fight. It's what God wants them to do. But they have, the leftists there are thinking, no, 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 we shouldn't do this. We've got to try and befriend our enemies. We have to try and negotiate with them. We have to be nice. And it's not working. It just doesn't work. The only time you ever see Israel disarmed in the Bible is when they're, they're in unbelief and yes. rebellion against the Lord. That's right. And, and then you see the Philistines took like, away like all... Like Gideon's day, for example. Gideon and Saul. Yeah. What, a couple and swords yes. left in all Israel. Yes. The rest yes. of them had none but farm implements. That's right. The only time you see an unarmed Israel is when they've, they've been in a duration of unbelief and rebellion against God. Yes. And the Lord totally, like Canada, totally disarmed. Yes. Yes. Because we just don't have any interest in God up here. Right. None. Well, how much yeah. how much response have you gotten from all your ministry in Canada? Nothing. That's right. Nobody. That's right. And they criticize me for that. They condemn me for that. Like right. You're a false prophet because you don't have any followers. Right. There were a lot of prophets in the scriptures that they persecuted, they killed. Elijah didn't think there was anybody left. Elijah so he couldn't have had too many followers if he didn't know any of them. He wasn't doing too well either. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and then that's happened again and again. Uh, where was I? We, we have to understand that uh, if, if, you, if you study the Old Testament, for example, and people will object, they'll say, well, that's the Old Testament. This is the New Testament we're living in. They don't know what they're talking about. You know, the two are one. The uh, Christianity is the, is the fruition mm -hmm. of the plant, of the olive tree, if you will. And it, Christianity comes forth from Judaism. And I shouldn't say Judaism because that's religion in itself. Mm -hmm. Not Christianity is religion itself. But if you're talking about a person that is born again, a person living for God, uh, having come to faith by, by God's power, spiritual power, a miraculous transformation in a mm -hmm. person's life, uh, you're going to find that, it, that it's rooted in, in, in Israel. In, in Moses, the in, law of Moses. The law of Moses, that's the right. The law of God. That's right. Somebody came to, to Jesus and said, Lord, what must I do to have eternal life? And he says, you know the commandments. Where did the commandments come from? They came from God through Moses. Right? So uh, if you look in the Old Testament, there was, there was Israel. The moment they came out of Egypt, for example, they, uh, God immediately wanted them to, to be armed. Every one of them, over age 20, mm -hmm. was trained for war. Every last man was trained for war, except for the Levitical priesthood, okay? One tribe out of 12. So they were trained for war. And after that, they went fighting, and they even conquered uh, nations that came against them. And then finally, 40 years later, uh, they came into the, into the Promised Land. Well, here's, let's, let's take it back 40 years. God presented them with taking the land, and uh, the spies went in. Ten came out with a, an evil report, and two came back with, yeah, those high walls are there. Yeah, the iron chariots are there. The, the guys are giants, and we're as grasshoppers in their sight. But we can do it. We can do it because God is going to fight with us, right? They didn't say God is going to do it for us. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do any fighting. And when they did finally go in, there was, there was fighting. Absolutely. But, so, but the people didn't want to go in and fight. They didn't, they didn't believe that they could win. And in, in their own power, there's no way that they could have won. 
but God would have done it for them. He would have stood with them. But no, they didn't want to. The Lord turned them all around back into the wilderness, he says, and he swore in his wrath. Not his love. His wrath. Mm -hmm. He swore in his wrath that they would not enter into his rest. Because they wouldn't go into a land with weapons and kill people. That's right. They didn't believe. They didn't believe him. So that whole first generation perished in the wilderness, right? Uh, the second generation, 40 years later, they came in, and this time they're going into the land. And what are they going to do? Watch God kill their enemies for them? No. You know what they had to do? They had to kill man, woman, child. They had to kill them all, mm -hmm. wipe them out. Whoever they failed to take out would, would, would remain there to be a thorn in their side. Mm -hmm. The Lord warned them about that. And, they, and, and those few would be the leaven that spread out through, through mm -hmm. their nation, and it would seduce them to be worshiping false gods that those people worship. Mm -hmm. So the Lord wants the leaven out of there. But my point is that they were armed, they had to go in, and they had to do the job. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the, the horrible, the horrific things that they had to do in mm -hmm. order to take the land, slaying everybody, including children. Mm -hmm. They had to do that mm -hmm. by God's command. Mm -hmm. And who was God? Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. who it was. And it was Christ who led them through the wilderness, says Paul in Corinthians. It was God. He's one. Jesus Christ is God. He was the one who was giving that command. So this Jesus that people are believing and, and, and promoting, you know, oh, Jesus wouldn't hurt a fly. He's so gentle and kind. Uh, the old God was a, was a tyrant, an ogre, and, uh, but Jesus just comes along and he loves everybody and he wouldn't, he wouldn't hurt anyone, he wouldn't want you to hurt anybody. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, all, that's all bullshit, people. It reminds me of Absalom. How, how Absalom gained the favor of all the people. Yes. This, this version of Jesus Christ that people have yeah. as the son of David, you know, because Jesus Christ is the son of David, but they've replaced him with the other son of David, Absalom, the mm. one that's tenderhearted with the people and attractive. And, and look at all the depictions of Jesus with his long hair. Yeah. They, they've literally switched out Jesus Christ, the son of David, for Absalom, the son of David, because everybody loved him. He always had a favorable response. Yeah. Right? People had problems, yeah. they were going to bring it to David. Yeah. Well, then, G then, then Absalom, the intercessor, mm -hmm. would come in and, 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 and he'd give solutions that were more favorable. Intercessor or interceptor. Exactly. And, and, but uh, that's what I see there. That yeah. This, yeah. They've, they've created yeah. Mr. Yeah. Nice, good-looking, easy to get along with Jesus. Yeah. yeah, but this Jesus is the one who sent them into the land of Canaan to take the land exactly. and wipe everybody out because of sin. God hates sin. He just hates it. That's all there is to it. And you may think that uh, now that you're a Christian, uh, you're free to uh, do whatever. We've had, we've had people write us and speak that way, and it, we just shake our heads. You're free to sin. You're free to do whatever you please now because Christ died on the cross for you. You fool. You wicked, wicked fool. That's mm -hmm. who you are to think that way. It is blasphemy, sheer blasphemy. And all you do is, is destroy yourself, and you're destroying everybody else with you that has any, any foolishness in them to mm -hmm. hear you, to believe you, and to follow your, your example. The freedom is from sin. So now going back even beyond Moses, well before that, uh, Abraham, who is known as our father of faith and a friend of God, he's known as the friend of God. His, his nephew, Lot, and his family, and, and other people were taken captive by, by marauding nations, okay? And uh, Abraham saddled up his household, armed them up, mm -hmm. and went after them. Mm -hmm. Slaughtered them all, and took all their goods back. He, he, he uh, uh, saved Lot, he brought them all back. So he, he did all that fighting by the sword. Now this is the friend of God. This is the man, this is the man who we call the father of our faith, because that's who it is. Uh, and then, uh, who else was the uh, Samuel, a prophet, and and the other judges that came after after uh, Israel entered into the land, they were slaying people. Samuel was a was a, a mightily anointed man of God, 
And uh, when King Saul failed to kill Agag, mm -hmm. um, he had failed, therefore, to obey God because mm -hmm. God said that he was not to spare anybody. Samuel, mighty man of God, he comes with a sword and hews Agag to pieces. the Spirit pieces. of God? Pardon? Yes, well, he, he was... He was uh, I don't know if it literally says that, but, but, but he, he was... Certainly operating by the Spirit uh, of God. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he hewed him to pieces. Yeah. He didn't just run him through. No, no. Elijah. Elijah killed 400 prophets down in the valley. 450 prophets, yeah. He had the people seize yeah. them and take them down to the river and, and, and slaughter them. Uh, Jehu, King Jehu, wasn't it King Jehu? He, he says, uh, mm -hmm. other kings have uh, worshipped uh, Baal, I will worship him more. He, gra he says, everybody, all of you Baal worshippers, you get together, <laughs> worshippers, priests, and you come and we're going to have a big feast unto Baal, all right? I think he said that Ahab had worshipped him, but mm -hmm. Jehu would worship him more. And to put it in some perspective... He lied. Oh, yeah, right. He lied on top of it. That's but bad. Lying? To, to bad to Christian. Lying. To put it in some perspective, uh, you know, Jehoshaphat, who, who was a believer, he did worship the Lord, st was still hanging out with Ahab. Right. When Ahab was consulting the prophets of Baal. Right. And growing up, I thought, you know, what, what is this guy who's worshiping the Lord? Why does he have anything to do with these, this king and these right. prophets of some weird pagan god? Like, right. it was just weird to me. And, and it wasn't until recently that I realized that Baal is just a word for false Jehovah, another Jesus. Amen. Paul calls it another Jesus. Amen. And so... Um, what Jehu is really doing, if we want to put it in today's present tense, he's saying, oh yeah, yeah, I love Jesus like no other. You yeah. know, ah Ahab, he had all these great big mega churches and stuff. I'm going to up the game. You guys are going to love this. All you people who want to worship Jesus, you just get right down together with me in this big church building. We are going to have a serious prayer meeting. Revival? A revival. Like he was, he was calling together all the modern, lame, fraudulent, presumptuous, blasphemous. Comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. All these mega churches, all these greasy grace preachers. He was calling all of them. It wasn't people doing weird pagan rituals and stuff. He wasn't gathering up some Satan worshippers. He was gathering up people who professed to worship Jehovah God and yet maintained worshiping him in abominable ways, cursed before the Lord, taking his name in vain. He rounded up all the, all the evangelical churches, yeah. all, the, all the fraudulents, yeah. all yeah. the Catholics, yeah. got them all together in one building, yeah. and then you can carry on. Yeah, well, I wanted to interject for a moment, but uh, uh, you're letting me in here. Uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s, somewhere in there, the Lord revealed to me that these churches, these modern day churches, are actually worshiping Baal, mm -hmm. an asterisk. The ancient gods of Israel and the, and, and, and the nations, the Canaanites and the Moabites and the Ammonites and uh, all those other people, Philistines, they're actually worshiping the, the ancient gods in these mm -hmm. churches and they don't even know it. Mm -hmm. The label is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And you see the churches with, with your fancy uh, construction and the steeple and the arched doors, all of that. That all grew out of pagan, pagan religion, and 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 it's a mixture. And let me tell you, people, if there's anything God hates, it's a mixture, mm -hmm. and He's going to deal with it now. In 1977, the Lord told me He was finished winking. He's done with with all of this stuff, and this was a couple of years after we came out of the church systems. In 1984, seven years later, He told me I'm finished winking. In 1991, he told me, I'm finished winking. In 1998, he told me, I'm finished winking. In 2005, he told me, I'm finished winking. In 2012, he told me, I'm finished winking. In 2019, mm -hmm. he told me, I'm finished winking. And doesn't that make 2020 the year of Jubilee? Yeah. Well, no, 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 it doesn't. Not quite? No, no, and that'll be around 2027 or whatever. That would have been, it was 42 years, right? Because it was that. That first year, you don't have a week right, backing right, right. that up. So, but that's that. That's the way it came to me. 
uh, and, and the first time that came to me was, was a bit of a shocker, it was to my, to my cousin. Uh, I was suddenly speaking those words in our place when she was visiting, and she said, why are you saying this to me? Why, why are you saying this? I didn't really know why I was saying it, but I, it was something that was just put in me. And, 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 and now, you know, this is what, um, seven times that he's spoken that, and then comes to 2020, mm -hmm. that's what happened. God is finished winking, and he's finished winking with all, at, at all the false religion. He's, he's going to take away Christmas, the, the horrible, mm -hmm. wonderful feeling, uh, at the, the time of revelry. He's going he's, he's to wipe that out because that is actually the solid, it's purported to be the celebration of the birth of Christ. And, I, and we don't have anything wrong with, or we don't find any wrong with, uh, with uh, blessing the Lord and, 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 and being thankful for his earthly birth and, 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 and everything else that uh, mm -hmm. the Lord is and stood for. But when it's, when it's mixed with pagan worship, uh, actually Christmas is the birth of the Antichrist, not the Christ. Isn't that amazing how people have been deceived? Well, Moses said, if you go into the land, do not say among yourselves, let us see how the heathens worship their gods. Right. We will worship Jehovah likewise. Right. If you do, their traditions and customs will become a snare to you yeah. and you'll be destroyed. Yeah, amen. That's right. So going back to Jehu, he rounded up all these people that agreed to all of these, all of these Baal worshiping practices, got them together in a building, locked the doors, set fire to the building and told his troops that if you let anyone escape, I'll kill you. I, I don't know that he set the building on fire. I don't remember that part. Didn't he? No, he didn't. How did they I get rid of them all? Sword. He says, you go in and slay them all. And if you let anyone okay. escape, your life yeah. is uh, forfeited. Yeah. That's, that's how strict he was. Right. And so, Christians, you need, you, need to, you need to step up to the plate. You, you, have, you have to meet the challenge that's, that's uh, in front of you now with this great wickedness that's coming. If if Donald Trump doesn't win, and Biden does, everything's finished. If Donald Trump uh, wins, the left is not going to stand for it. There's just no way. I don't see any other way than war. You're not going to get it by, by, by counting ballots. You're not going to get it by correcting anything. Right. That's, that's beyond correction. It's beyond correction. And now God is bringing heavy-duty judgment on America for all its sins. America, yes, has been a great nation. It's been greatly blessed but it's also been very wicked. It's mm -hmm. been very wicked. And all that has to go. Uh, it's, it, the Lord saw in Noah's day, he saw the earth and, and he said that there was great violence. There was violence in the earth. And I, if you look up the word violence in the, in the Hebrew, um, unjust gain. It wasn't just people slaughtering each other and mm -hmm. pillaging and burning and raping and whatever else. Great violence of every kind. Uh, or, or, or unjust gain, rather, is, is what we're talking about here. And the unjust gain, take a look at what's been happening. All these companies, these government uh, organizations, companies. credit card companies, you name it, uh, there's, there's <coughs> just much unjust gain. Um, we, we just finished watching a video of uh, the Ukraine and having a report on what the Bidens did to the Ukraine and what, uh, what some of these nasty oligarchs or whatever mm -hmm. in, in the Ukraine uh, were doing to their own people with uh, the charges and taxes and what have you. And uh, it, it's ugly. It's really, really ugly. It's horrible. And there's the Bidens lying, lying, lying. And they're being covered up by the mainstream media. The mainstream media are just as guilty and they will be in there being destroyed along with the Dems and all these other shysters that have been raping and pillaging and burning um, just in what? White-collar crimes, so to, so to speak, just taking whatever they want, seducing the people, abusing them, taking advantage of them. It's all done for. It's all done for. And, and, and people need to start to rise up. Anybody that sees any value in, in justice and truth, it's not going to be enough to just Maybe for certain ones, it may be enough to just uh, let, let God do it or let somebody else do it. But here's another thing that, the, that these American Christians need to think about. Are they going to let, quote, the Gentile 
people, the heathen, go out there and fight the Dems? Is that what they're going to do? Well, meanwhile, they sit back and they're not going to have to do anything? Well, you know, you may have that privilege if God gives it to you. Mm -hmm. If God wants to protect his children, he can do it any way he wants to. But I, I've just felt um, I'm always short of words. Persuaded, convicted that people need to recognize that they're going to have to take up their guns. And, and it's not against God to do that, unless he were to very personally, directly tell you not to. Mm -hmm. in, that case, in that case, you don't do it. You obey him. But I want you to go out there and, and fight the evil. Mm -hmm. Any way you need to, any way you can, you're going to have to do it. And I think it's for the survival of the country. The Lord's going to be putting, pitting, pitting good and evil, and you're going to have to stand up. Why does evil come? It's so that the good can come out of their passivity. It's so that the good can mm -hmm. be purged of their, of their lackadaisical attitude, uh, of their unbelief, uh, of their sloppiness and laziness and uh, irresponsibility. They're going to have to stand up. And that's why the evil comes. It's to make that happen. And the, and the, and the good people are going to have to stand up and get strengthened, get trained, get conditioned, and they're going to have to fight. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a big, bloody battle. There aren't going to be a lot of people left, not many people at all. I, 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 it's going to be a horrible, horrible thing. If you look anywhere in the scriptures where the Lord chastened some nation, uh, some nations he wiped right out completely. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that's going to happen in the United States. Um, some nations he trimmed down, like his own people, he trimmed them down to a tenth of what was there. He did that. Uh, I, I see a great trimming in the, in the United States. There have been prophets talking about how wonderful things are going to be. Uh, God is going to show up and, mm -hmm. and they might have their pre-tribulation rapture. Folks, you can forget about a pre-tribulation rapture. I'm not talking nonsense here. I'm talking the truth and, and the, That's the just people. wishful thinking. It, it's, a, it's an escapist attitude. It's an escapist it's attitude. That's all it is. The pacifist and they've got the pacifier in their mouth. No kidding. That's what needs to come out. Uh, you gotta, gotta slap the pacifier out of their mouth. Yeah. You gotta grow up and... Sure. Because and, yeah. and, I think that's what it is for a lot of people. It's convenient to just be like, well, no, we're... Uh, those who live by the sword die by the sword, so I'm not... I don't think they can face it. They can't even right. think about it. They right. can't even approach it. Right. They're just so hoping they don't have to. And I was going to say earlier that the bearing arms and fighting a war isn't just about defeating the enemy. It's also about what it does for you. It's, it's, it's yes. about growing up yes. into a person that is convicted enough, sure enough, of what is right and wrong that, that the conversation over whether or not evil should be destroyed by any means necessary, it's no longer a debate. You know, when you had seasoned generals facing up against Nazis, th there was no debate. There wasn't like, I don't know, should we do it this time? You, it, they were resolute already. Now, it takes time for each country, each, each party, each group of people to come to that resoluteness. And often it takes a lot of pain first, where, where the losses are just so great you have to do something about it. You can't, you can't just hope the war won't affect you. What, where would we be now? We just wouldn't be. That's if, right. If Hitler and Mussolini exactly. and the Japanese had taken over. Right? No. What would, where would we be? There'd be no being. If, if Winston Churchill hadn't stood up to Hitler, mm -hmm. if, if, they, if everybody followed the... the, the, the the example of uh, Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. Where mm. would we be today? It, it would. There was a pacifier. It, oh, if there ever was one. No kidding. Always just no trying kidding. to pacify, mm -hmm. and all it did was cause bloodshed. Mm -hmm. And anytime Israel tries to pacify their enemies, mm -hmm. it only emboldens them to do more evil. That's all it does. They have to stand up and fight. I'm saying to Israel, you have to stand up and fight. You have to stand up and fight. You don't take any guff. And yes, the death penalty. Mm -hmm. The death penalty. You Amen. keep debating about that. And stupid fools will stand there and say, oh, no, 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 no. We can't have the death penalty. We banned that a long time ago. We don't live that way. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's another age. That's the Stone Age. We, we, we're, we're modern. Mm -hmm. we're, 
we're advanced. We're 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 progressives. We have a booming jail business, and and it's it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, it's. it's to, to allow wickedness to go unpunished, properly unpunished. And what's properly unpunished? What's properly unpunished? All we have to do is go to the Bible, mm -hmm. go to the Torah, mm -hmm. and see the stipulated punishments for those various crimes. It was death. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way you're going to put away evil. And there are going to be millions of people in America that are going to have to hang mm -hmm. or be shot, put in front of a, a firing squad. So many people there that are guilty of treason. Mm -hmm. What was the penalty for treason? Mm -hmm. And still is. And it must be. And reasonably and, so, yeah. And, and President Trump will not lose his, his seat. He will, he, will, he, will be, he will be the president. The, the evil will be overcome. But I'll tell you, uh, it's not going to be overcome just by, by Trump winning the, the election. There's going to be war. And uh, President Trump is going to have to uh, probably whether it's instituting martial law or whatever. S extreme measures have to, have to come, and he needs to have uh, a goodly army with him, mm -hmm. and they're going to have to fight off the wicked people, and they're going to have to execute uh, all those people guilty of treason. Mm -hmm. Varying degrees. There might be a certain degree of treason that might, uh, might not warrant death. Uh, they'll just have to grade everything and it's decide what to, to do, but they have to, they have to deal with it. They have to deal with it, and it has to be by death. You don't go just jailing uh, traitors. You pay to feed your traitors. Yeah. You have a country. Yeah. I mean, the, the way, as far as I can see, there's a war, there's damage, and then you overcome your enemy, and you have a choice between rebuilding the country with your finances and resources, feeding the people, or feeding the criminals that you put in jail. And and I think that's the problem: is that in a time of peace, you have no perspective. That's, that's right, and that's and why war comes. Exactly. We <laughs> need to have our perspective. Because in, in a time of war, you, you don't feed your enemies in a prison instead of your God-fearing citizens who are in need. That's right. There's no, there's no moral. What are they doing in Israel? They're keeping, what, thousands of Palestinians, terrorists in jail, and they're feeding them, and they're giving them country club treatment. Oh, they medical have all help. The, everything. Yeah. Meantime, meantime, there are all these charities in Israel begging for money. Mm -hmm. Begging for money to help the poor, to help the poor, to help the poor. And these enemies are the ones who are causing the Israeli government to arm themselves and spend billions of mm -hmm. dollars, a huge chunk of their GNP, on armaments. And that takes away from the people. They, yes. don't, they don't have that. So what are you going to do? You're going to capture these guys and, uh, and what? Keep them and feed them and educate them. They can get an education. They do yeah. all kinds of things. Are you crazy? Are you, are you stupid people? Yes, you're stupid. You are very, very, very stupid. That goes for every one of you that stands for, for protecting your murderous terrorists even from, from execution. Idiocy. So I was saying, yeah. where do we get the laws? Where do we get proper judgment? You get it from the scriptures. There is no... Obviously, there's nobody wiser than God. And what did he say? How, do you, how did he say to handle it? But no, you're going to be smarter. You're going to be nicer. You're going to be gooder. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're going to do? Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. You're only going to be in trouble. Because if you depart from his way of doing things, you're dead. You're finished, one way or another, sooner or later. How many of these decent Jewish police officers, army, uh, your, your soldiers, how many of them have lost their lives simply because taking the enemy's life is too taboo? Yes. You got kids throwing big rocks at police officers. Yes. And you can't do anything about it? Shoot you, the bastards. Exactly. You throw a rock at a cop, you forfeit your life. End of story. That's right. That's right. If you have a problem with the cop, take it up in a reasonable court of law That's and make right. your case. But you start throwing rocks at police officers, you should just be, sh there's not even a point in a police officer owning a weapon if they can't shoot people who throw projectiles at them. That's right. It's just so... So foolish. That's the madness so of it foolish. all. So foolish. Um, and it's the same with the states. Mm -hmm. You have to get rid of them. You have to. You don't have any choice, people. So, uh, I, I guess we've said enough for tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm saying have a, have a clear conscience when you lift your rifle and use it for, good, for goodness sake, not for evil. 
you just don't go out there and get lawless and just do your thing now because you're free to do that. Mm -hmm. or, or, or Victor says, well, hey, you know, we can go shoot and whatever. You, you have to have a proper circumstance. You have to have, to have a proper motive. Uh, but I'm just wanting you to know that God is not going to be against you when you, when you lift up your arms for righteousness sake, for what's good and what's true, and for uh, self-defense and for the defense of Judeo-Christian values, um, for, for the freedom to worship God. And I don't mm -hmm. mean freedom to worship God in any way you please. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. No freedom of religion. No freedom of religion. None. To hell with that noise. Mm -hmm. God never said anything about freedom of religion in Canaan. Yeah, he says, right. you get rid of all of that stuff or otherwise you're going to be drawn away uh, from worshiping me the way you need to worship me by these, by these worshipers who worship false gods. Freedom of religion? That is nonsense. Total nonsense. And I hear the politicians always saying, we're going to have freedom of religion. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and all the parties, mm -hmm. they say, we have freedom of religion. We are the most progressive mm -hmm. uh, uh, country in the Middle East. We have freedom of religion. We respect all religions. Do you res respect all religions? Uh, you mean there's religion there, for example, that wants to kill every Jew and, and just wipe them all out? And you're respecting that religion? You're a liar. Mm -hmm. You don't respect that religion at all. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't. Just games. It's all games. Mm -hmm. That's right. And there are a lot of things that need, need correction, huge correction. COVID, yeah. this whole COVID farce and all the things that are happening, it is wickedness, yeah. sheer wickedness, sheer wickedness. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of people who are pro-Trump, which is, is good. He seems to be doing decent things, at least representing decency. Yeah. A lot of people are, are oh yeah, we support Trump, we support Trump. You have to think about what that means when there's a group of people who have a bunch of guns and they're going to do what they say they want to do and that is drag him out of the house, White House by his hair or whatever, yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. So if you support Trump, are you going to let somebody do that? Right. And if you're not going to let them do that, how do you suppose you're going to stop them? That's the thing. You don't, don't leave your president high and dry. If you can save somebody uh, from from being destroyed by the leftists, right? And you have a rifle handy, and that's the way that it, uh, that's the opportunity you have. You're just going to let that that guy die, or that woman, or mm -hmm. child. You're just going to let them die. Is that what you're going to do? I say, oh well, well that's the will of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is the will of the Lord, but He's also judging you in that whole circumstance. Exactly. I say the the one thing we talked about the other day, Esther. Yes. There's a story where you have this wicked ruler, Haman, and he's more or less manipulating the king to sign an edict to have all the Jews destroyed. Right. And, and now it's too late, he's already signed it into law, and so he says, okay, well, here's what you can do. You have the right to bear arms. You can defend yourselves. And the Jews, they, they, what, as far as I recall, they didn't take any plunder. They didn't. They didn't, they didn't turn it into an opportunistic event. No. But they, they did use their weapons and they did kill a lot of Babylonians. That's right, Persians. And, uh, Persians, yeah, that's right. And they, they, didn't have, they didn't have a problem doing it. They were rejoicing. Everybody's yes. celebrating yes. and they, and they, and they, they made a fest. So, they were so thankful to get the opportunity to defend themselves. Yes, that they instituted a holiday to remember that day forevermore. They celebrated their... their Purim. Yes, they have this, this wonderful celebration to commemorate having been given the right to bear arms and defend their nation and just decency and justice. Yeah. There was no mourning, there was no crisis of conscience. And guess what happened to the guy who uh, devised right. his plan to destroy the Jews? He had built gallows mm -hmm. and he and his sons hung on them. Uh, he and, and, and all they his sons. On them. Yeah, all his sons. All, all the creatures he made in his own image, yeah, in his own likeness, his Amen. own hatred, were all destroyed with him. And that's what I'm gonna. That's what's going to happen to all those who are who are after Amen. after Trump. And what they want to do to Trump will be done to them. And that's the law of God. Amen. Right. It's the way he works. It says in the, in as the, you sow, so you'll reap. And and if you bring a false accusation against Trump, like for, you know, when people call him a Nazi, when you call somebody a Nazi, you are inciting the death penalty. Yes. Because we all That's know right. the Nazis had to be killed 
to be stopped. That's right. So when you call him a Nazi, you're saying this man needs to be killed yeah. to be stopped. Yeah. And so if that's what you're saying, that's exactly what's going to happen to you. Yes. If you bring a false accusation against him, and, and the punishment for that crime you're accusing him of is death, Mosaic Law says that you get whacked. You don't just get that's to right. bring false accusations. That's right. That's right. And, and, and well, you're just as guilty. 100%. That's right. And all that's just going to be settled perfectly. And finally, I'll, I'll want to say, I guess this is kind of off the topic, but yet it's part of the picture. Uh, the Lord is going to get rid of all religion. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be uh, anything before him in the kingdom of God. There's not going to be Christianity. There's not going to be Judaism. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be mm -hmm. uh, Buddhism. There's not going to be Islam. None of that. All of that's going to yeah, go. One, one state solution? Oh, one state solution? <laughs> Absolutely. And it'll be a theocracy. Right. There will be no division of church and state. Right. Well, there won't even be a consideration of freedom of religion. It'll be laughable. That's right. It'll be like, it'll that's be right. like in our own households being like, we believe in freedom of religion here. And yeah. And the kids can do what they want, right? Right. But it, 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 we're all... As long as they mean well. But they're, they're, there's not much talk of religion if there isn't diversity. I guess not. Right? There's just God. Yeah. There's no conversation about right. all the other gods. That's right. You don't even mention their names, Jeremiah said. And the first commandment is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, your mind, and your strength, your neighbor as yourself, mm -hmm. and you will not have any strange gods before me. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll not be permitted to worship, worship anything else. He'll make that happen. Mm -hmm. That's what has to happen. That's ultimately what will happen. That's the way it'll be. So, Maybe one last concluding remark is America to arms. Mm -hmm. Amen. The devil's after your butts. Deal with them. By God's power, by God's grace, mm -hmm. by his mercy. And leading. And any that are lukewarm are going to perish. Any that are straggling are going to perish. Any that are just debating about whether they should believe in God or worship or not, they'll all perish. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. This is going to be a purging. It's going to be a mighty purging, and it's going to it's going to make things so much better, like night and day. Mm -hmm. That's the way it'll be. That's where it's headed. So you have nothing to fear. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, Lord of all, if that's where you place your faith, and I'm not talking about pla placing your faith anywhere else or besides Him. No, it's placing your faith in Him and doing what you got to do. And when you place your faith in him, you'll know the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And if you're not to take up your rifle, then don't. Don't. I don't tell you to. If, if, if your conscience will not allow you to do that, I am not against your conscience. But uh, what I do want to do is clean your conscience, mm -hmm. clear your conscience according to the scriptures, according to the history of everything that's been happening in modern day and in the biblical history. Go by the Lord. I'm telling you that you, yeah. you can be very, very free to use your rifles. In other words, if, if that's what's been in your heart to do, if, and, and you feel like you have some religious obligation to not do that thing, then you're saying that doesn't exist. Because there's many people who feel strongly in their heart, but they, they are confounded by these impositions. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And we're here to clear that up mm -hmm. by God's grace. And I, I bless you people that, that are willing to stand up courageously. Uh, uh, I think of a few people, um, maybe I don't need to mention names. I, I don't think I will mention names, but I'm thankful for people that will stand up to this wickedness. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I despise those people who are just going to sit on their hands and let somebody else uh, do the fighting and, and not support Trump. Oh, they got you into office. You're in office now, so you're what? You're, you're home free and you let him stand alone against the enemy, uh, you rhinos are despicable. You mm -hmm. are despicable, utterly despicable. You're either being bought by the Chinese or, or the or, or Islamists or, or, or the Russians, you're being bought, or you're just naive and stupid. or Fearful or, you just, or, or blackmailed or yes, guilty. Or, or, or just straight out wicked, just straight out wicked, and you're in there with the, with the, with the uh, enemy. It's all the same. You're all toast. And those, those who do right, those who do what is needed to be done, those who lay down their lives to do what's right, they'll come through. 
And no greater love is a man than this, that he lay down his life for his friend. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Now, you don't just uh, throw your rifle away and lay down on the ground and just let them no. riddle you with bullets. No, you take up the rifle. At the Alamo, what did they do? Did they just go there and let Santa Ana walk in and just uh, slaughter them? They fought tooth and nail right to the very end, hand-to-hand -hand mm -hmm. combat. Remember the Alamo. Mm -hmm. And they broke, they broke the, 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 the power of Santa Ana and his yeah. army. They gave up their lives for their country. They did. Just a it's handful love. of men. Yes. Just take a handful of people, and what can they do? Uh, Lynn Wood, in an interview, said, he says, uh, he says uh, one man with God on his side is the majority. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> it's Amen. true. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're done for now.